welcome. Can you guys hear me? Hello, sir. Holy smokes. Skype in effect. I'm having organic lemonade, that cool, refreshing drink. The only sugar I've had all day. George Strain. What's happening? Happening. Mark Imey. Jace, how many total push-ups did you do since your last show? <laughs> since my last show total? Counting all my gym trips? I couldn't even tell you. Thousands. Although, I do have to do my um, 22 for Veterans Awareness today. I haven't, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't done like, it yet. You're supposed to spread awareness. Yeah, the three people that follow you. Okay. Let me get this crap out of my pockets. Gearhead. What's happening? All right. So, as you know, um, I have been away. Four viewers, that's, that's four viewers too many for this show, okay? I have been away, I've been able to do this broadcast, I haven't been able to update the community. What's up, Flame? Um, basically, it's been so busy around here that just trying to get a minute to do this has been very difficult. So, for people who don't understand, Will State of the Galaxy schedule change since settling on the screen may come to an end? No, I'll still be doing it every two weeks, I think. It makes me sad to hear that settling on the screen may go on hiatus indefinitely. It's my favorite show on the internet. I watch it. There, there may be a broadcast, but it won't be centered around settled on the screen. So there's oh, that little bit of hope. There's, there's a hint of hope. Those guys had produced a fantastic show, but like anything, it takes time and energy and money to do shows. So I understand if they have to do things that they have to do. But that being the case, very sad to see that limitation happen because things at Twin Galaxies are going to be heating up. Heat! Because I have not been absent because I'm taking vacation, let me tell you. I have been absent because the sheer amount of work that has to get done. By the time, by the time, the problem is, see, this show is Friday, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. I've gone through the whole week. I'm, I'm dead on the floor. And then it's like, Neil's like, dude, we got to do State of the Galaxies. And then I'm dead on the floor already. And he can't resurrect my body. So, um, Supernautics, yes, I love your emails. They're, they're fantastic. Um, all right. So let's try to get through this. Hopefully, people have questions that they want answered. Um, we're going gonna to try to get through everything. I'm going to take as long as it needs to. There's a lot of cool and amazing stuff. Some stuff I can't completely talk about yet. But um, I'll at least give you a sense. Um, 
Family Guy is legal. <laughs> Are you going to give prizes today? No, we don't give prizes during State of the Galaxy. That's only during the Taunt Fest. This is the Twin Galaxies community. Why is Christy Fairchild still forum restricted? It's been several months since her... She's not forum restricted. Her account is normal. So she's not there because she doesn't want to be. Um, okay. So let's move on. Question. Where is the founders page? Where is the bling on the username to show that you support a right to game? Well, if you... I'll show you. See what we got here. Where is the website? Oh, wait, there it was. There. Hold on. Neo. I don't know what you guys are seeing on the broadcast. Are you seeing? The yeah, I don't know what you're seeing on the broadcast. What? Wait. Neo's doing something. Can you see? Are you seeing? What are we they are Currently, we're seeing you full screen, and then in the small screen to the right, we're seeing the computer screen. I see. I, I need, Neil, I need you to swap the screens. I need... Oh, he, he did. He did. Oh, he just took okay. a second. He did. There you He's go. He's on. All right. So when you go to Twin Galaxies, if you click the info button, you'll see this thing that says founders here. Data God, if you click this, it takes you to the founders page, and you could see everybody uh, who specifically went for, for that uh, tier. The, the stars themselves uh, will appear on the forum profile of your, when you post. Um, we had been waiting for the wall stuff to get finished cause, and the followers, because that was also being, was altering the forum profile. So you probably should see the stars and the badges uh, start to appear in your forum posts over the next few days, I would think, um, when, the, when that goes up. But that's, that's how you get to, to those items for the founders. Date to God. Um, hopefully that answered your question. Let me go back to this. Okay. All right, moving on. So Guinness World Records. There's been lots of buzz. The, the new Guinness Book Gamers Edition came out. There's a Twin Galaxy section in it. Uh, congrats to all of those who made it into the section. Uh, you'll see that there are new members and old members and just a sort of a spread of members that, that Guinness World Records chose to put into the book. They're the ones who are making the choices as to what they're going to put in the, the actual book, we give them uh, a list and access to all the number one uh, ranked positions across all the platforms and all the games, and then they go through and choose what they want to highlight. Um, in any case, I've been seeing a lot of posts on Facebook about it, and it's really cool to, to see uh, some of the excitement there, and of course, um, this is the result of Twin Galaxies working with Guinness more and trying to, uh, you know, continue to build that relationship and bring more attention to the community. There's a bunch of things that are going on to bring attention to the community. Oh, is that, that's, that's power, power from a mouse. Mouse power. All right, let's see if I can get this plugged in or if it's going to hate me. There we go. 
Thank you. Thank you. Um, does anybody have any? We have some. I'm going to get to the, the questions for State of the Galaxies. Where there's some Guinness questions there, but uh, if I don't, um, uh, if I don't answer your question, then that please be sure to ask. And yes, Mark, Amy, data's all deleted, and there's corruption and collusion everywhere. In fact, if you didn't know that my middle name was Corruption and Collusion, now you know. I'm Jason Corruption and Collusion Hall. All right. What, what's the deal with the Guinness Book putting me in for Zookeeper World Record Hall? I mean, what's the deal with that? Well, after your 80 million jump, um, it, that, it just became a default position to take. In fact, <laughs> I was a little offended that your name wasn't on all of the records for all of the games. Yeah. Especially, so you got Echo uh, the Dolphin uh, in Zookeeper. The kill screen. Was, which is the kill screen, in case you didn't know. That's something that Lexmark is having trouble finding in the game, is the uh, Echo the Dolphin kill screen. But he'll eventually get there, just like you did. The hidden sprite. Unused sprite. That's right. Uh, all right, so I'll go to the next page. Wait, how's it going sorting through the bugs on the TG site? You mean the never-ending growing list of, of never-ending things? <laughs> That's Wes Copeland. Alan needs an entire spread for his wall jump record. Yes. He needs, he needs a, photo a photo shoot, and then Playgirl Magazine needs to come in and feature him as well while he's doing the wall jumps. All right. So let's move on. So speaking of walls, the wall system is in place. It seems to be mostly working. Uh, people are starting to make use of it, and that's really cool. I'm actually getting a lot of information um, from the people who are updating their walls. I, I'm reading them, and I'm, I'm just uh, one of the community to know that a lot of other outside entities are reading them as well. So I would strongly encourage you to update your walls with your thoughts, um, your area of expertise, your hobby, stuff that you like doing, because it's gonna become more and more of a value factor to you as a uh, user of the site and a member of the community. Um, can't stress it enough. Uh, it's, it's definitely there for your use. Of course, you don't have to do it. You can just, you know, uh, it, but it's really there to help you build and capture value on your own for what you're contributing and what you're doing. Um, we, because I think as we move forward, it's gonna be, that's gonna become increasingly important that people are able to, to retain and um, utilize the value that they've brought to the table. So, let's see, Jace, yesterday I won the Taunt Fest and have not yet received any message. Yeah, I'll tell you why. Um, my all of the H1Z1 codes are on my computer, and my computer got moved from downstairs up to up, upstairs, and I, it's not plugged in, and it's like a total mess upstairs. And so I had like your code is sitting in limbo until I can get my damn office in in shape, which will either be later tonight or tomorrow, and then you'll get your code. So that's what that's the problem with that. Uh, so in any case. Um, you know, Spectre has been doing a great job of updating his wall. He's a very interesting reads. Um, but I'd like to see more, more of you update your walls with, with the stuff that you're doing in gaming. It helps me learn more about you 
Uh, it helps others learn more about you. But I know some of you guys are restoring arcade machines. Some of you guys are doing uh, uh, some retro stuff on, on the Nintendo. There's uh, quite an interesting conversation going on uh, regarding the uh, uh, Crossy Roads. And I reached out to the developer of Crossy Roads, and they actually got back to me. Uh, so I'm trying to figure out a way for us to work directly with, um, what's the name of the company? Whale something, I forget the name of their company, uh, for Crossy Road because uh, they are actually interested in seeing who's the best. You know, they have this site called EverDrive where people can upload performances, but it's, it's not sorted, there's no filtering, there's no real adjudication, nothing like that. Um, so it'd be, it'd be cool to, to, um, to do that with them. So uh, we added each other on Skype and we'll, I'm gonna try to talk through it, but very cool. Um, Hello, Madden 200. I just got here. What's going on? I'll tell you. There's a community called Twin Galaxies. So there's a website, TwinGalaxies.com. It's loaded with some of the top video game players of all time across all platforms and uh, uh, and uh, game types. And we do a every two weeks. We try to do an update to the community about just stuff that it co that concerns it. And you've stumbled right into the middle of that broadcast. So if you want to kind of see what we're talking about that's great otherwise off we go but it's this is more of a discussion program talking about uh, video game achievement uh, world records rankings um, and the the significance of video game players uh, not so much games themselves so that's what's going on here and I'm your host Jace Hall video game player extraordinaire blah 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 head clown you name it. There you go. Right? All right. So, guys, make more use of the walls if you can. Uh, it's going to matter to you in the future, I promise. Moving on. So, now that most of the major bugs have been taken care of, not all of them, but most of them, we're moving on to finally fix the notification system um, so that you can get word on adjudications that are just completing. But also, more, there's other things that you're doing that should have notifications um, that don't currently send notifications. So we want to add all notifications to everything that's going on the site. And we want to have it all in one nice location so that you can click and you can just see all the notifications you got, whether you got tagged or mentioned or um, whether uh, someone updated their blog or you, someone commented on your blog. Every single thing will go into the notification systems. Um, the way it was currently written was is very inefficient and uses a lot of server uh, bandwidth. So we've got to... Uh, write it in a more efficient way because there's so many things going on at Twin Galaxies now as it's growing that it just we've got to manage that load. So that's what's going on. That's sort of the next big uh, thing that, that the team's trying to fix, um, which I think will help facilitate more back and forth and communication within within Twin Galaxies. So we're, we're trying to we're trying to knock that out. Um, yeah, it's, uh, Bobby Ginto. Yes. Walls and notification, when you, okay, so if you go to TwinGalaxies.com, when you sign up, you get an account, you kind of have your own wall, you get notifications, you're able to submit your top performances, get ranked, be part of the Twin Galaxies leaderboard, um, be part of the community, the adjudication community, um, and this is covering sort of every platform, every game, and sort of build up your overall profile of who you are as a video game player. Uh, and I, I'm going to tell you why that that's, gonna, that that's mattering more and more and more later in this broadcast um, because it's turning into money for some people. 
and it can turn into money for a lot more more players. Um, all right, so let me keep going. Boom. So there's going to be a retro online uh, Nintendo Open. You might have seen the post. Wes and his Copelands um, have, has been working on the tournament side of the Twin Galaxy site vigorously to be able to support this. And, uh, you know, it's going to be, there's what, four NES, Famicom, and, and FDS games. Uh, there's four gameplay. There's basic, it's basically going to be the greatest Nintendo retro tournament online ever. And Wes has really built the tournament site to be able to accommodate this. We're having a conversation to figure out how the achievements taking place on the tournament site can accrue value into your uh, uh, formal Twin Galaxies user account. So that conversation is taking place as well, but I just wanted to draw attention to, to this tournament that's going to happen. You can check it out at tournaments.twingalaxies.com or just go to Twin Galaxies and there's a drop-down menu to go to the tournament side. But participate in that if you're down. It's going to be cool. All right, let's move it on. QFSOTG, questions for State of the Galaxies. That's my cue to jump over to the website and look up the, these questions that have been posted, making it a little bit bigger so I can read them. Uh, huh. Let me move this over. Yeah. yeah let me open this over. Yeah. There we go. All right. So uh, Barthax asks. So I'm I'm a little backed up. So this goes back to, it goes back a little bit. But I want to try to answer as many of these as I can right now. Does Twin Galaxies ever try to build a bridge between its community and speedrunning communities? Twin Galaxies most about high scores. Um, there have been various attempts at getting closer to the speedrunning community. There's history that predates my existence at Twin Galaxies that contributes to that conversation. Um, there, we have speed run uh, tracking capability within Twin Galaxies. And you know, certainly you can set up speed run tracks and all this other stuff. Um, but there seems to be, whereas Twin Galaxies is trying to um, look at uh, an entire player profile and allow them to accrue value over all, all the different types of gaming that they do. Speedrun community seems to be very focused on what they're doing um, for the fun of it or however that they want to do that, and that's fine. And the door is always open to be working with the speedrun community. Um, but my, my position personally on it is, you know, I think Twin Galaxies has a lot to focus on, and as it is able to show, prove, and demonstrate that participation in the community accrues value that's important, that translates to opportunities for players, um, that may uh, be interesting to some of those in the speedrunning community who want to show their speedrunning talents um, within this context and be able to capture some of that value for themselves too. Um, we'll see, but you know, it's all good. I support all of the communities in general. People should have fun playing video games. I just think that whenever Twin Galaxies tries to make gestures towards the speedrunning community, it's perceived as it's somehow trying to take over something or take something away from people or anything, which, which isn't the case at all. And I personally don't want to get into any argument about it. It's fine. The speedrunning community is fine on its own doing its thing. God bless and love it. I love speedrunning. I think those guys are really talented. Um, 
hopefully it will, you know, all that time that they're putting into speed running is going to, uh, you know, be able to amount to more than just purely the fun of it. Not that there's anything wrong with just having fun. So, but I think there's more that could happen there. And I'm sure they're working to do something. So, but that's, that's where it is. So, Barthex asks, asks, there doesn't appear to be any uh, options to report posts as spam in the, uh, the blog on, on the walls. You, the, the, you don't have to, you can delete, you should have the ability to delete comments of people on your own wall and um, you know, clear it up that way. If, if it starts to become too much of a problem, then we'll take a closer look at it. But right now, you can maintain your own sort of moderation on your own wall. You can't really report them as spam, though. But I do, I think, I'll have to look, look again, but there should be a way to um, ban someone from your wall. But we'll see. But I think you can do that. Let me move on to the next one. I've tried to block you for months, and it still doesn't do anything. So, so that's a no. You're trying to block me? <laughs> I'm just that joking. That makes me sad. I, I want to, but I I'm don't want to. I'm just joking, man. No, I'm just trying I, to keep it light and fun. That's tears, and yeah, you're putting a tear in my. Do you know what a Bambi tear is? That's what I'm forming right now. <laughs> Timo, damn it. Um, this might not just, be. Let, let's see. Here's here's the question. Um, I stumbled across a strange bug. I can submit. I can't submit scores to one track in particular. I can submit to other tracks. Um, that is a very specific question, Snowflake. You need to know, you need to send us the link to that track in order to look and see if there's a specific problem with that track. Because that would be the only explanation of why you couldn't do that. Uh, enhancement request, short version, be awesome to have a leaderboard tracking who has the most max outs, it would obviously take some effort to get this set up. And um, Let me, uh, the, the short, this sort of feature request is in line with a bunch of other feature requests of better ways to explore the database. And I 100% agree with these sorts of requests. It's just, it's just, we will be able to address these kinds of things much sooner uh, because of certain things that have transpired, which I'll get into. Um, but yes, the short answer is yes, we would like to have this. The long answer is we don't have it because we're busy with all the other stuff and it's a resource constraint issue. But we will get to that and I'm working on ways to be able to get to these kinds of things sooner. I'll explain that in a bit. Um, This is, this question is, I think this question got fixed. The database stuff. Yes, I think we fixed that. Okay. Oh, okay. This is a, has to do with submissions. Sometimes the submission gets all cut up in a big discussion on some issue inside of the submission. At that point, the big... The big boys, guys, credibility ratings, just abstain and don't cast any vote whatsoever. I'm wondering if it's possible to set submission reasons a certain number of posts or views at some threshold that the penalty for voting no longer has a negative or a plus to it. It would allow people to vote the way they really believe and should be voting and not worrying about it. Okay, so the answer to this one is no. 
Um, you never want to create a scenario. Look, you should always vote what you believe. Just, uh, there's no, you, you need to do that. So if you don't want to do that, for whatever reason, that's all up to you. But don't ask to create a special uh, Twin Galaxies condition where, like, every single adjudication is treated the same. You, you can't create special scenarios based on what's happening uh, for an adjudication based on what's happening socially in a discussion about the adjudication. To me, it's either you vote what you believe or if you think what you believe is not the popular choice and you are sure that, that, it's, that the vote's going to go another way, then just abstain and don't take the hit that way. But um, to, to reduce the impact of voting one way or another, positive or negative, I think is, a, is against the spirit of the, the adjudication process. So... And even if you're not in the right, if you're the wrong, I mean, it's it's one submission. It's not, it's not, I mean, it does take a hit on your credibility, but I've, I've took a hit on my credibility quite a few times and because I believed, you know, because I did what I believe and it's not a big deal, everybody. Just, just feel what you believe is right. Don't just sit on the sidelines because you're afraid of, of losing once or twice, you know? Well, the other thing is, is when something goes into the database, it goes with all of the conversation too. And at a later date, if it gets reevaluated and reversed, all of the credibility flips flops back around, you get the win and all this other stuff, if something is discovered or, or what have you. So adjudications are, you know, like the scores in the TGSAP are always having to justify themselves, even as they sit in the database. Um, so I always say you should vote what you believe in and just stand by it. And time, over time, whatever the truth is, it will eventually eke its way out. We've set up a system that can allow that to happen. The Mark Amy says we need more time frame for some controversial submissions. A submission is not based on time or votes specifically. Those things both factor in, but neither one is dictating uh, completion uh, independently. So when something adjudicates, it's, it's adjudicating because it's reached a number of checkpoints that it's looking at for that particular adjudication for it to go through. It isn't just, that's why some adjudications can literally sit for months and months and months and months and months. Um, because there are a bunch of different uh, factors that go in that it looks at in order to prevent collusion and all these other sorts of things. So, um, Snowflake, your, your comment in chat is spot on. Um, yeah, it, the, the, uh, the way a Twin Galaxies adjudication is not just about the total number of votes. It's also about who's voting, what, what, eat, what those people's voting track records are, um, uh, how much time has passed, how much time hasn't passed, how much time has passed relative to other things that have passed, blah, 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 blah. It sort of looks at a number of parameters 
to try to arrive at the proper conclusion. And so far, um, the system's been doing okay in terms of the conclusions that, that it's drawing. Um, so, or, you know, we're always looking at it, um, always trying to improve things around it. But, you know, in terms of like everything that's out there, we're definitely, I would say, we're sort of the best process and, and system uh, that's trying to demonstrate validity out of everything that's out there to, to, to choose from at the moment. So, uh, let's see. Let me go down in the thread. The problem of broken track rules is not unique. I understand you can't change the rules, but currently every single submission will be a debate. Could you possibly just add a linked link to a thread where people can discuss the rules to the rule box? That would at least stop future education from starting from scratch each time. Well, here's the thing. And this is just sort of philosophical. I don't know if it's a bad thing that every adjudication starts from scratch and is treated as its own special case because no, no adjudication is the same. No performance is exactly the same. No, um, this question speaks more to efficiency, a desire for efficiency. Um, and I, I can see that. I, th that. I can respect the desire for efficiency. But sometimes what comes with the efficiency is um, a, a, a greater chance for error you know, as you speed things up. So, you know, like I, to me, if you have a track that has quote unquote broken rules, someone just needs to make a new track with fixed rules. And that's the track that people need to get excited about. Really. If the rules really are broken and a track with Amen. fixed rules is there, then the one with the broken rules is going to eventually die. It's going to, because everybody wants to do the one that's on, on the, the good rules. Now, we might be able, you know what be interesting is, is one day, when, I, when we get enough engineering time, the bounty system that has got to go in can help influence which tracks are getting attention. Because if you, let's say you create a track and you want to bounty up, you know, a thousand submission points for someone who gets a particular time or score or something on that track, well, then that will attract people to put their performances against that track, not the broken track. So there, there could be some ways for the community to incentivize itself one way or the other to sort of more rapidly kill off a track with broken rules. So um, these are things that are definitely being thought about, for sure, you know. Um, yeah, the thread, the thread you linked was contradictory rules. So there's a lot of history determining. Yeah, you know, it's like, as efficient as we want to get at adjudication, you know, the bottom line is, is that we are trying to measure challenging things sometimes. And us collectively are developing the expertise to be able to look at these challenging things and make a determination and kind of know the history and know all that stuff effectively the community itself is sort of becoming these refs right and it just takes time for that some people have more patience than others and and and, and all of that so i definitely get and yeah man like because when we got the database 
we didn't change anything about it. We didn't change rules. We didn't go in and try to, to quote, make it better. I've, there's been a focus on preserving the history of what was there. Um, and so, you know, there was, that, there was that recent one, I forget what game it was, where it looks like the rules were different like the first two scores came in under one set of rules, but then the top score came in under another set of rules, which were the rules that were actually in the database. And then someone submitted something, but used the older, older rules that they thought, I guess they got them out of the book. It's like a weird, like there's a, there are definitely problems in some of the rules that were given to us from the previous owners. I just don't feel super comfortable going in and changing rules and altering history because there's a lot of information I don't know about a particular track or a score that landed on that track so if I go in and change it it, it that's why I'm all about you know what let's just make a new track just leave that where it is so history is preserved and we can just make new tracks and then just work with that one without that way we don't potentially damage something that has circumstances that we didn't know you know, I'm not trying to do revisionist history. It's hard. It's not, you know, there's no one magic solution to it. Um, so just try to look at it. What's up, Frozo Bear? Um, thank you, Timo, for telling Frozo Bear. Um, uh, what, about, what about the challenge system? I think that, that might alleviate some of people's concerns. Yeah. Well, so I know here, it's on the engineering, you know, yeah, checklist. Well, here's, here's the general problem. We definitely need to have the challenge system, for sure. The minute we open it up, the website's going to turn into, for a while, because there's a lot of pent-up... Oh, yeah. Okay? It's going to turn into this challenging thing, which, generally speaking, has sort of a negative connotation in terms of the process, the nature of the process. And um, it's going to take some engineering time to do this, and when I weigh the concept of, let's say, adding bounties, the en spending engineering time to add the bounty system versus spending engineering time to add the challenge system, well, the bounty system is going to have a more positive overtone to it in general as a, as a thing. Um, and so when you're in there trying to weigh resources, I am going to always tend to lean towards things that are going to, be a little more positive at our current state of existence than things that are going to raise a whole lot of contention and dialogue. Now, that does, that's not to say that the challenge system is not coming, because it is, and we need to have a mechanism by which we can sort of look at previous adjudications formally. But there's, since there's only so many resources going around you know, it's like, it's like building, like, a better system to ban users, you know? You could do it, but just banning users in general is kind of a negative act, ultimately. You know, like, you just, you, do you really want to spend money to, to, to be negative right now? Or, or would you rather spend that money on uh, figuring out ways to onboard new, happy, good users, you know? And it's just, it's, there's like a, I wish I had more resources, but my wish was granted uh, or is in the process of being granted. So, um, yes, it's coming. I just uh, just know that's going to be quite the quite the adventure. 
Um, okay. When can we finally acquire some certificates uh, for world records? I've been waiting for certificates since before Mr. Hall picked up Twin Galaxies and saved it from limbo. The last post I remember is that the issue is uh, being looked at, but that was a year ago. I've held off on another, held off on going for another world record because of the date. Yada, yada. Okay. So. This gets, I think there's some other questions about this. Um, let me scroll down to them, because it's like the Twin Galaxy certificates and such. Um, I absolutely, positively want to do certificates. 100%. Now, there's two different kinds of certificates, right? There's the Guinness ones, and then there's the Twin Galaxies ones. Now, I don't have any control over the Guinness ones at all, although the Guinness platform on Twin Galaxies is specifically set up to basically trigger the issuance of Guinness certificates, but it's only for those challenges that Guinness has selected to put on the Twin Galaxies platform, right? So, so if I show you here in the... Um, in the rankings, right? You see the Guinness platform there. When you click it, you will see, you'll, you'll see that right now there's only three tracks or, or three, three categories. There's multiple tracks in there, but these will specifically trigger Guinness World Record certificates if you uh, get in first place. Those certificates, there's a countdown timer if you see here, so there's 20 days, 4 hours, and 14 minutes and 44 seconds before Guinness will take a snapshot of who's in the number one position on those tracks. And that snapshot translates into Guinness World Record certificates for all those number one players on this. Okay? So they're gonna, these tracks are actually created by Guinness and they're going to be adding more and more. Um, they're also going to be promoting Twin Galaxies on their main web page and on their Facebook page. They haven't done that yet, but they're, they're going to. So you're going to get, we're going to get an influx of, of Guinness users that, that are registering for Twin Galaxies and they'll be wanting to participate on this. And so you're going to see some growth here. Now I know that you want, you may want a Guinness World Record for a, for a track that's not in this section, that's in TG proper. Those are only looked at once a year, and Guinness just picks which ones that they're going to award a certificate for or not. I have no way of making them do a certificate otherwise. Um, but the Twin Galaxy certificate um, has just been a matter of getting it set up uh, and the timing. Because what I want to do for the Twin Galaxy stuff is, A, I want their certificate printed on paper that's not duplicatable. So that way you know... So there can be no forged Twin Galaxy certificate or made up or false ones. Um, so there's some science that goes into the paper because you want to use security paper and all this other stuff in there. You want serial numbers and blah, blah, blah. Um, so in order to do that, I need to partner with a company that focuses on those, that sort of thing. Because ideally what it would be is uh, Twin Galaxies you would be, go to that company, they would issue a certificate to you, that's the Twin Galaxy certificate, all done, um, 
whatever costs are associated with that, is, they deal with all that, and, and you deal with that, but they would look into our database to see if you can get a certificate or not um, and be qualified for it for that track. And so that way you have a company that focuses on high-level premium execution of certificates that's been, that gets, gets a design correct, and I'd, I want it to be traditional and look like a Twin Galaxies certificate and match and do all that other stuff. Um, it's just, there's just a whole bunch of work involved in that, and um, I'm a lot closer to that now that most of Twin Galaxies is kind of functional, because, you know, you know, when we first got this, it was just a pile of computers running Linux. So, um, anyway, that's sort of the long-winded answer to the, um, where we are with the certificate thing. It's, cl it's closer than it ever has been before, because most of the super tough stuff it's been out of the way. Um, okay, another question. Wondering about the scores of Daniel Rodriguez. He was banned for cheating and his scores were never removed. Understand that not all bannings result in removed scores, but I thought all bans for cheating in particular did. Can I provide more insight on this? Well, Dan, the Daniel Rodriguez situation is um, very specific. I don't know 100% what was up with Daniel Rodriguez because he would ask to be removed from Twin Galaxies and he would email me back and say, oh, please let me come back, so forth and so on. And, that even, and then, um, and he had scores in the database that we received. All of his scores are not uh, TGSAP. So in any case, when he, his quote unquote uh, cheating that he was caught for was, was not particularly um, clever, it was a little, it was a little deliberate, um, which, to, which I thought, which, which came across to me as a desire to just get banned from Twin Galaxies. So we banned him, he's been banned uh, because of the context of his submission, but that's all we're going to do. He has some submissions in the queue, either they're going to be um, accepted through the normal process or the community is going to reject them. Uh, see you chaotic, chaotic. Um, uh, and we're just going to leave his scores as they are. When we do get the challenge uh, uh, function up and running, if people want to challenge his scores because they believe that they're cheated or whatever, they're going to be more than welcome to do that. So it's something that, that doesn't have to be taken, uh, addressed right at this moment, but it can get a, a can and will get addressed later by the community if it wants to. So the community doesn't lose the option to strike his scores out if that's what he, the community wants to do. But every banning has to have a unique look, um, a, a, a unique viewpoint into it. We have to evaluate everything. And so that's where we came out with the Daniel Rod Rodriguez ban. We just banned him and just, just have let, let, of course that one submission obviously got rejected. Um, but then we've just let everything sit. So that's where uh, it is. There was no indication that previous submissions that he had may have been cheated. The ones that we did have for TGSAP that we could review. Um, and the nature of the way he was trying to quote unquote cheat uh, wasn't that. It's very different in like some of the other cases where the nature of the cheating was such that there would be no way to determine if 
if they had cheated previously, so you had to strike everything out just to be safe. Um, can we get an assist from TG on the process of getting Guinness World Record certificates? I wish. There's literally, I can tell you this, Guinness World Records, they're in the book publishing business. That's how they make their money. They're thinly staffed in general. And the sheer number of requests they get for Guinness World Records certificates is overwhelming. They just, I don't think that they're capable of actually processing all the incoming all the time. So <clears throat> that, I think that results in, um, you know, long uh, feedback times to, yes, I'm being distracted off the left side of my camera. It doesn't look like I'm being distracted because I'm looking straight at you, but they're doing their best to try to just distract me. And then, yep, there we go. All right. So, um, in any case, I know Guinness is doing the best that they can. Um, I think ultimately, as Twin Galaxies and Guinness work closer and closer together, we're going to be able to get into a position where we can assist. I think it will help probably when Twin Galaxies get its, gets its certificate system set up. Guinness might take a look at how we're going about doing that, and they might think that, that that's something that we can do for the video games that we'll see. Uh, I'm definitely working to try to improve our relationship with Guinness to the point where we could be uh, more helpful in, in helping those, those records to be acquired by our user base. So that's definitely something that um, I think can have progress made on. Um, but it's, you know, they're, they're, Guinness is, the World Records is owned by a larger corporation, and there's, there's stuff that's involved there. Um, moving on. Uh, what happened to the founder's page? Okay, we covered the founder page stuff. D.B. Cooper says he still doesn't have his hoodie, that, which should be impossible, but if you, if you were supposed to get your hoodie and you didn't, please email neostorm at gmail.com and tell him, and then we can hunt it down. Okay? It's just that simple. You should get everything. We, from our perception, everybody got everything, so that's just news to us that you didn't get anything. Um, uh, this is more about Guinness and all right next page trying to get through all the questions for State of the Galaxies um, Lexmark didn't get his either what all right well just send a message to neostorm at gmail.com and tell him you didn't get your hoodie, he'll look up your, your code and see where, where it is. Because I know they all went out. Um, will there be any place that tracks the actual rules and decisions that adjudicators have come to agree on during the adjudication process? A lot of what goes on here too is very close to case law. There's no official area that details the various findings. That's quite a question from a man who deals with data all the time. Of course, you're going to ask a data question. Well, I mean, will there be any place? Like, we have, it's turned off. We have a wiki system built into Twin Galaxies where such a thing could take place. But it's weird because all those decisions are very submission-centric. And we do have those submissions stored 
that you can look up and see what the conversation was and what the what it is. So the data is definitely there in that form, but I but it, your question sounds like it like the data that you're looking for might be a little more um, what's the word organized, filtered, and more accessible than just beyond the specific game. I think. I think it would be a great thing to have, but man, this laundry list of crap we got to do is so huge. But since you're the data god, here's what you can do. You can just build like a whole external uh, system that does everything and does all the references and you can just hyperlink into TG and then you can just route everybody to the data god website that has all of the case laws and everything. And then we'll put a link on our menu. How's that? Then you can do all the work and then I can go to sleep. And that's what I'll do. Because you're the god of data. Okay. Oh, that's the end of that list. Okay. Let's move on, shall we? Oh. So, special items. So, there's a company, a very popular shirt company named Jinx. They make a lot of high-profile video game uh, shirts. And we've been in discussions with them to create special Twin Galaxies shirts and, and tiered items that uh, basically only members of Twin Galaxies at certain credibility levels or record levels or achievement levels will be allowed to buy. So you're seeing here on the screen some of the some designs that are going back and forth. This is, so this would literally be unless you are a certain status or have earned a certain status within the Twin Galaxies community, you can't even buy the shirt. And you're only going to be allowed to buy a certain number. And so that way when you see people with a particular shirt that's been specifically made by a specific brand, you will know that they have reached a certain level. Um, it's an experiment that I, th I thought was interesting. They thought it was interesting, so we started to design uh, Twin Galaxies shirts. This is, I think, a tier two item. This would be like a tier one item. This is the actual Twin Galaxies hoodie that appears in H1Z1, but in reality, and it would be coded and all that, and you would only be able to buy it at certain achievement levels within Twin Galaxies. And then we're thinking of, for something like the hoodie, like a, uh, a badge, a Chevron system, so that you can get certain badges at certain levels and then they, you can put them on your hoodie um, so, that, so that when you enter a room, people will know straight out because they can't even buy the hoodie. They're not even allowed, they're not even allowed the hoodie until they've accomplished certain things. So it'll be, it'll be something fun, I think, for the community. Um, and, you know, we could have other cool sort of Twin Galaxies achiever uh, stuff only. But those achievements can be anything from uh, f how many followers you have to, you know, to, um, you know, how many submission points you have. Or, like, it, it doesn't have to, it doesn't, will not just be world records only. It, it will be... It, there will be these different tiers for different kinds of levels of activity within Twin Galaxies. And then that's the only way you're able to, to acquire them. Anybody else would be a faker. A faker candlestick maker. All right. Moving on. 
Um, all right. So I want to talk to you a little bit about what's going on with Twin Galaxies and why, why it's becoming more and more important um, and why arcade players and other players on other platforms really need to pay attention to what's going on because whether you realize it or not, we are testing things. We are prototyping things out and proving things in the marketplace that then, have an, that then roll over into an, an additional effect. One of them is this H1Z1 stuff. So let me just try to frame this. H1Z1 is a game that has not been officially released yet. It comes out officially on September 20th. It has a, a, it's been in a beta period for like two years. Um, its community is relatively small when compared to things like Counter-Strike or you know, Overwatch or whatever. And it's not been officially out there. However, um, periodically they'll have events to help promote the game and bring attention to, to it. Um, at TwitchCon, at the end of, I think October 2nd, Daybreak Games is having an invitational where they're inviting top streamers, personalities, and players to go to TwitchCon and play H1Z1 for the prize pool of $150,000, which, and it keeps going up because they're selling in-game items to fund that pool. So about, probably by the time it gets there, it's probably going to be like, quarter million dollars okay so I was able to acquire from daybreak four slots in the invitational I think there was only like 50 or 60 slots available because what they want to do it's marketing function right where where they get like um, popular twitch streamers popular youtubers you know good players and, and they get them all to come and play against each other for the prize money so we got four slots. Uh, uh, we, when I say, is Echo Fox, which is a company I'm CEO of, got four slots for the Invitational. And what I decided to do was, uh, you know, because how do you find a good H1Z1 player? You can go on to Twitch and try to watch people. You can go into that community and try to ask who's good. But there really is no way to find, how do you find a good video game player in general? You just have to ask people, right? So. That's when we decided we're going to create these H1Z1 leaderboards. And these leaderboards will be measuring very sort of specific tasks against the rule set. How many kills can you get with an AR-15? How many kills can you get with a shotgun? Yada, yada, yada. So then we told the world, look, we're going to be recruiting our four players for the Invitational who will become the Echo Fox Pro Team for H1Z1. We're only recruiting from the leaderboards. No other way to get in. Here's a, here's a chance to get paid to play your favorite video game. But in order to do that, you need to get on the Twin Galaxies leaderboards and rank up, because we only want the best of the best. So what's been happening over the last couple months is you've been actually seeing uh, the, some of the world's best H1Z1 players submitting to Twin Galaxies to prove that they're not cheating, that they're actually able to accomplish all this stuff. And then they're getting ranked by the ESI and PSI system against each other. Echo Fox then actually signs the top players from the Twin Galaxies leaderboard. So last, this week, we signed Radic Posler, who's actually in the Czech Republic, to, to the team. So he's now getting paid to play H1Z1. So we're, we're building 
this team out. Now, here's the most important thing to understand. We're going to send our four players to the Invitational. Now, the Invitational is just a generalized idea of who's going to be, who's good or who isn't. But Twin Galaxies, we use Twin Galaxies to actually figure out who actually really is good. So when we send our players down there, we expect them to mop up the floor with just this sort of from the hip figuring out who's good. When that happens, Twin Galaxies will have it proven publicly that the use of its leaderboards is a way to distill top video game players in a category and create compelling crushing teams. It will be proof. It will not be talk. It, they're going to go in, win, whatever, $200,000, and actually do it. That is a very significant piece of data, proven data, to have because that then begins the, the next wave of how Echo Fox might choose to build, say, its Overwatch team or another team. And then suddenly other teams are going to be looking at the Twin Galaxies leaderboards as a way to draft. Suddenly now, as leagues start to form, the Arcade League, for example, um, how are you going to find the top players? to build your team. You're going to go to Twin Galaxies and you're going to look at or set up your own set of leaderboards as an organization to filter and essentially moneyball the construction of your professional team in whatever category, be it mobile phone or what have you. So this is super significant because all of esports does not have a professional drafting mechanism whatsoever. It is all a bunch of just looking into Twitch, seeing who's popular. Just because someone is popular on Twitch does not mean they're the best player. It means they're a good entertainer. They spent energy to build their audience. They might be okay in, in terms of their gameplay, but what about the person who just likes to sit and practice and practice? They're not interested in trying to, to get an audience. They just want to be the best. Well, that, you find those people here at Twin Galaxies, and you want to create a, con a context to where now you can bubble up all the top players in any video game of any type and find those players, put them on a team or, or create a league and have a true drafting qualifying piece of, of technology, which is what Twin Galaxies is, that data. It's a very, very, very big deal and it's, it's talking about a lot of money for not just what's going on with like quote unquote traditional esports, but this opens the door to an arcade league mobile leagues, um, all, all the, it, you know, it, it's like this, it's like football, right? How do you find a football player? Well, they have things like the combine, right, to see how fast they can run from point A to point B. There's very basic things. Esports has none of that. It makes no sense. Right now, like teams in, in like Counter-Strike, well, there's a group of friends that got together, they're really good, and they all went to a tournament to beat another group of friends. And so out of all the groups of friends that got together, this is the best group of friends out of all the group of friends. Has nothing to do with statistics. It's like, well, that's like, okay, so I'm going to build an NFL team. Well, this group of friends played at the park, and they beat this other group of football friends. It makes no sense. But that's eSports. There's no other, and, and so it became crystal clear to me that Twin Galaxies is fully capable of actually being the combine, actually being this, this way to measure all the raw material. Then you can create a team. Let them gel. Do they work? Oh, this guy, this gal is not doing so well. You take them out. Look back up into the leaderboards for the draft. Oh, let's try this person. You can build the best teams in the world. And that's what's going on.
That's what Twin Galaxies can do. So it's going to have a profound impact on esports, and that impact is going to impact your favorite pastime. It's going to create opportunities for Nintendo players. Uh, uh, and this is why I was saying it's like even for speedrunners, which I think there's a whole opportunity in the speedrun community that's unrealized. Um, the Twin Galaxy system, I think, can really bring forward the talent. And that's why your independent user account on Twin Galaxies is all about you, and it shows all your ach achievements across all the different video games and so forth and so on. And then it lets, you know, you have your wall, you're able to broadcast all about you. Because that's what you want when these organizations or these leagues are looking for, you know, hey, we, there's no other way to do it. So, anyway, um, that's what's happening with the H1Z1 stuff. That's why you should care about it. That's why you should adjudicate these performances that you see in there. Um, because we want to show and prove, because I firmly believe that using Twin Galaxies in this function will produce a superior uh, video game uh, team or set of players. So hopefully all that made sense, and I wanted to just draw that to your attention. Right? Does anybody have any questions about that before I move on? Did it make sense? Did what I say make sense? Do you, are you starting to get how Twin Galaxies is becoming more and more relevant in just the overall video game space. It will always be there for arcade records. It'll always be there. But when you, you guys, like, there is actual economic opportunity available to the Twin Galaxies community. So the players we have are top tier. So, anyway, that's my, my little diatribe for that. I will move on. Next. Oh, look, we've reached the end of my little rant. This is game over. So I'm at, I'm at the end. What if zero Echo Fox players do good at the invita in the Invitational? Then the filtering process didn't work. That's what it will mean. But I think that's impossible. The guys that we're recruiting, these are people who are putting up, you know, over 20 kills in a battle royale, which is, if you've ever played H1, it's ridiculous. These guys are so good. And then for them all to be on the same team, it's just, it's, put it this way, they would never have just been friends naturally and been a team together. That just wouldn't happen. They've all been statistically found and they're being brought together. So I know we're starting with raw material that already is epic. And they're competing, so like the, the, the level that they compete at. I, I actually joined one of their games on their team when they were playing, and it's just like being like a great white shark in a bowl full of minnows. Everybody's dying around you. They, you I, I, I struggled to get a kill in because these guys could, it, it's like a range. You're running around, you have your AR-15, your shotgun. I'm like a shotgun user, so I have it like close combat. These guys, like you'll see a couple pixels out, and it's like some dude running, and the next thing you know, that guy's dead. Like they, you know, it's like, all they do is try to race around in the game as fast as humanly possible trying to kill everybody because people don't stand a chance. Whereas most of the time when you're playing H1Z1, you're just trying to hide and not get shot and, and just kind of keep a low profile. It's very interesting. Okay, so let me get this straight. Making leagues and tournaments, who will coach Echo Fox? I'm not sure if I understand the question exactly. Uh, 
what exactly is the question? Benjamin Armory. An armory for Benjamin. But hopefully everybody's at least getting the gist of what I'm talking about. And um, I, I'm telling you, I really think it would be interesting to have an arcade league because there's all these barcades, there's all these places around. And um, it's very easy to watch an arcade game and understand how, what the objectives are. So from an audience viewing perspective, uh, it's very approachable. So, there's Carrie Swidecki. How come Julio Fuentes never made the front page for winning the, the Street Fighter V EC tournament last Sunday? Front page of what? Twin Galaxies? Or, he made the front page of other things, but remember, Julio Fuentes is an Echo Fox uh, team player. He's not, Twin, Twin Galaxies doesn't have teams. And I don't cross mix the interest like that. Um, I'm not going to promote, unless it's Twin Galaxies related, it's o only Twin Galaxies stuff is going to be promoted on Twin Galaxies. And Echo Fox is a sort of its own thing. It's only this one place where it's crisscrossing where Echo Fox is using Twin Galaxies leaderboards to recruit a team. So, we need an extra gaming team on, on Team Echo Fox. <laughs> Um, yeah, Carrie Swedecki, she's like, she's accomplished a lot. She's a good example for, for um, taking a passion and, and inspiring people with it. So, does anybody have any other questions at all about Twin Galaxies right now? What it's doing, where it's going, what's the haps? Oh, there is one thing I wanted to say. I am working on a deal for Twin Galaxies that will give it all the resources that it needs, that will also improve it, the video ingestion. Um, it, so it's a very, very big deal and um, ensures the, the ongoing, continuing future of Twin Galaxies at the scale that we'd all like to see. So um, there's a lot of work going into that and it's, um, all very positive and there are big things sitting at the table big things sitting at the table which I can't go into the detail of now all I can simply say is Twin Galaxies is not going anywhere it's gonna to continue to grow we're gonna keep trying to squash bugs add useful features the more you participate now I think the better off if you care about this sort of stuff um, I think the better off you're, you're going to be glad that you've participated now because as more and more people come in, which by the way, more and more people are coming into Twin Galaxies, Twin Galaxies is more active and ha has more active members and is adjudicating more things than it ever has ever in, in 30 years. So that's great, but we can really jump this up a number of levels. And I'm telling you, when in, at the end of this month or early October, if, if that H1Z1 team goes and just kicks ass, that's a huge story piece for Twin Galaxies. That's just, that is as clear, crystal clear in proof um, that Twin Galaxies makes a huge difference um, in esports. And so everybody's going to wake up and go, whoa, 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 what happened there? And so 
there's going to be a lot of other teams that are starting to come and recruit at Twin Galaxies. This is good for the players. That's my point. And you guys, there's opportunities, man. Do you imagine just getting paid to play? You know, Rudy Ferretti talks about that a lot, that, you know, players should get paid to play. But you have to find the right opportunities. You've got to be the right kind of player, you know, um, for, with the, with, you know, and just accrue that value. Theta God says, I definitely need to do the show more often. I can't bail out, no matter how busy. Even if I'm just sleeping on a couch. <sighs> I'm trying. I'm doing the show, man. I'm trying. Oh, am I going to add Jeff Pickles Turbo Pac-Man verified at Kong Off 3 under the previous management? If, if, it w if Jeff Pickles Turbo Pac-Man was on the list, the Kong Off 3 list, because there was a list that got approved then it should be in there. If, if, it, if it's not in there, then yes, we will be putting that in. I don't know why it wouldn't be in there. I just fixed um, the frenzy score that wasn't in there. Uh, it, was, was, it wasn't Joel West's fren frenzy score. It was, oh yeah, it was. No, Paul Dean. Paul Dean. So... It happened weeks after that event. All these my father. <laughs> well, you have a very nice man for your father, Tibble. Paul is a very nice man. Um, all right, listen, if you're watching and you haven't joined TwinGalaxies.com, you should just go get in there. Um, it's, you know, really the IMDB of video game players. Um, create your account. Start logging your achievements in there so that everybody can see what you have done and when you did it. Accrue some value. Build it up. Build, build it up. Build up your profile. And, and walk among the halls of other great video game players on all these other different platforms. It's the one place where all these different uh, game playing communities sort of interlock and intermix and talk to each other. Because for the most part, video game companies like to keep everybody separated. You're a Street Fighter player, so only be on Capcom site. You're the moral comedy. There's no intermingling uh, unless you go to events where there's multiple tournaments going on. So, and make sure you turn tune into this channel every Friday night to watch Jace every other week and possibly settle it on the screen. The entertainment value of Twin Galaxies. Let me tell you something. Just the remote possibility that there might be some settle it on the screen is enough to tune in and just sit there and stare at a blank screen and hope and pray that it turns on. Yep. That's, that's how amazing it is. And you can find all the old episodes back from 2010 on iTunes or YouTube. So just uh, Google settle it on the screen and we'll see you next Friday for sure. Uh, let me answer a couple of these questions. How come when responding to a post some of the formatting features aren't present like the text color? I'm trying to reduce Twin Galaxies complexity. I don't like, it's great to have all that, that editor functionality, but if you look at something like Facebook, you don't have any of it, and there's for a reason. It's because you just want to make everything as uniform and as simple for users as possible. Right now, we have a, a pretty smart user base um, that, that's used to having all these tools, but when Twin Galaxies is up at 250,000, 300,000 active members, you don't want People with like, you know, pink fonts and your, your whole feed will look like a, a, a rainbow. You want to have it to be, so you're going to see us sort of constantly narrowing down that stuff so that it gets easier and simpler 
to understand and to use. That, that's why. Um, Gizmotron says, so is Twin Galaxies a community or something independent to H1Z1? I just joined the stream a few minutes ago. But, well, Twin Galaxies, if you, if you Google Twin Galaxies, you'll see it's this 30-year-old uh, organization that's about video game player achievement. Uh, TwinGalaxies.com has sort of uh, uh, risen more, risen, there's been sort of a, a new era of Twin Galaxies. And um, Twin Galaxies, at its core, it has the ability to look at a video game performance and determine if something has been cheated or not based on the rule set that's been provided. So with that as the core engine, and that is uh, uh, driven by a controlled peer review process, with that as the core engine, Twin Galaxies is able to rank anybody, anybody's achievement and against other people who are trying to achieve in the same category and that produces leaderboards and we're able to produce statistics and we're able to produce um, uh, sort of global statistics on players which has now in turn created a very unique drafting system uh, for professional esports that we are now testing with H1Z1 um, with, our, with Echo Fox's H1Z1 team so uh, please watch the Invitational, because, uh, which is at TwitchCon, because if, if any one of the Echo Fox players wins, uh, it's going to be a great validator for the process that uh, Twin Galaxies has developed of basically bubbling the top players in, an, in a category up to the top. So uh, this broadcast is, is uh, we do this once every two weeks to talk about what's going on in the Twin Galaxies community. You should sign up to Twin Galaxies, set up a, a user profile. It, it starts to capture all of your video game accomplishments no matter where they are. It allow, it's a place for you to talk about just your video game life and share it and be amongst the other top experts in all of video gaming. So we talk about stuff and we try to work out the bugs in the system and we're, you know, we're building it. But it's a, it's a community. It's been around for a long time. There's been some movies that have touched on uh, Twin Galaxies, like The King of Kong, and, and even this a newer movie called Man vs. Snake, which has come out this year. Um, you, you can see that at manvsnake.com. But it's all about the player, man. It's not so much about the game. Twin Galaxies is, is all about the player. Um, let's see. So does that include MOBAs like Paragon or League? Do you have to create functions for each game? Well, what we do is we, we'll ha we have to create leaderboards for each game. But... When you get into MOBAs and some of these other games, you have to really think of the leaderboards that are set up are there to look at very specific um, skills. So, be because a MOBA, you know, is a team game and you're playing another team, there's a lot of moving factors, just like football, right? Um, but the way you will measure a football player raw materials is, you know, how much can he, can he, you know, how much can he bench press uh, how many times, how fast can he run, how, there's all these sort of core materials that you can actually test for and at least know the raw material you're working with is something to start with. And eSports doesn't even have that. And online data uh, inside of games, as, as we all know, is highly suspect because it can be cheated so easily with, with bots and ESP programs and all this other stuff. So you can't look at uh, the in-game data as a valid way of knowing who's good. You need an external system that's looking at everything and um, measuring stuff and generating statistics that you can at least start with. And so we would do that for a MOBA uh, as well. We just haven't done that yet because the MOBA community um, 
isn't, isn't part of Twin Galaxies so much right now. But I think we're starting with things like H1Z1. We probably will do Overwatch, probably start getting into Counter-Strike, uh, um, that stuff. And also, I want us to do development on classics and vintage and retro uh, stuff as well. Because I think there can be really fun, interesting leagues. And I want, uh, but you, it's only interesting when you can screen the best players in the world and put them against each other. And really, Twin Galaxies is the only thing that's equipped to do that right now. So I hope that made sense. And uh, if no one has any other questions, I will get off the internets and go back to work um, and see you guys in a couple weeks, hopefully. Oh, hopefully I won't have to, I got an email that said I had to go to Mexico City or something like that. It's like a, so I don't even know. If, um, there, is, if there is any chance you can't make it, I'm just saying, if you can send me an email or something, we could always fill it if, you know, if, if we get a couple hour notice, just right. to let you know. Listen, I... We can impersonate you very well, so, the, you know. The more Timmel that there is on the internet, live, the better we all are. And that's all I have to say about that. All right. That's it. Uh, all right, no questions, everybody saying bye. Thank you guys for joining. I'll see you next time. And uh, that is the current state of the galaxies. And now we do the Wayne's World vanishing. Woo!